Live from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting, better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, here we go. Full week coming at you here, Taz Show Monday edition. Right here in uh, late January 2017. Right after uh, two NFL, AFC, and then an NFC championship games, which both sucked. Uh, along with, I'm uh, going to talk about that here in a second or two. Also going to give you a, a raw preview. We'll get into that in a little while. And then uh, also Indie Indies. Yes, it's back. Everybody loves Indie Indies and none other than the lovely Diana Perrazzo will join us via Skype here on the Taz Show a little later on where Indie Indies is back now for 2017. It was a very popular segment on my show throughout 2016. So as usual, I don't disappoint and I do what they call bring the wood. Yes. So, uh, uh, gonna get there. There's a lot going on. A lot going on. A lot to cover in the show. Gonna give you a, a fun two hours. At times, there'll be some jocularity. So, be prepared for that. There'll definitely be some of that. Um, there'll be, uh, what else? There'll be some insight, some opinions. I'm gonna do my best not to hate on the Patriots. It's expected that I come out here and bash the Patriots. I'm gonna do my best not to. Uh, I'm gonna take the high road. I'm going to try. I can't promise it's going to happen, but I'm going to do my best. I'm going to put my best professional hat on and do that. Also, as you know, on the Taz Show, you can call into the show anytime you out, anytime you want, I should say, throughout the uh, two-hour broadcast, and it's a very simple process for you to do. Attention, hotline fans. That's an 866-475-2948. 866-475-2948. Yeah, so um, I have uh, in the studio is the producer of the Taz Show, Nadara. None other than Dennis Jones. He's known as the Lumberjack. Timber! What's going on, champ? Good moment, Taz. Mm, yes. So uh, you rested up. You're good. You got together all your belongings that were stolen and all that, that story you told us. Didn't get them back, but we mm. have new. You lost on the poll. Uh, I think it's done, the poll. <laughs> you lost. I don't, so I, I don't even In a landslide, yeah. too. No, yeah, yeah. People don't believe your story. Yeah. But it wasn't actually a blowout uh, like the percentage gimmick. Uh, maybe you can find it at uh, at, ta- at the Taz Show live account. Um, I don't remember what it was. I, I really don't spend that much time thinking about you when I'm not around you. So, but yeah, people do not believe that you were robbed. They think it was a concocted story uh, just to cover your ass that you were late. I don't know. I'm not saying I voted. I'm not saying I didn't vote. <laughs> so, I'm <laughs> just saying that this is what the audience, the masses are thinking. The other results. 59%. First, read for those that don't read the sentence of the poll. Was the lumberjack Dennis Jones actually robbed? Official Taz is a little suspicious. That'd be me. Forty-one percent said absolutely no phone Jones. Fifty-nine percent, hell no, he's working us. There you go. So the audience, like me, and let's see. The, the problem is that my fan base, my audience, they either they either are just like me just by happenstance, or I've trained them, like a cult, to be very cynical, and don't tr- and everything's a work, and don't trust everybody. And people even thought that, uh, we had people on the show, behind the scenes, 
think that the whole story of you being robbed was concocted for the Taz show on that edition because we talked about a discussion about AJ Styles being robbed at a recent WWE event in the locker room. So people thought it was like a... a, I wish it had been. Yeah, I know. It wasn't. Your end was a work. I don't care what anybody says. (laughs) No disrespect, bro. I'm just telling you. (laughs) Disrespect taken. People people are are saying that all over the place, before I get on with the show here, about soaring... With social media, we have this new uh, new new segment that we've talked about you doing for a couple of weeks. Uh, maybe share with the audience what some people on Twitter have said about the delay of this. It, Just it, paraphrase it. They've likened it to the debut or re-debut of Emma slash Emmalina. <laughs> so I think that's what we're... You'll see it at some point. It'll happen. But look, what they WWE does with Emma, at least they're giving like a little vignette of her. So maybe we should in turn... Reciprocate, reciprocate to the audience, and you see where I'm going. Maybe we could at least play the. We have it open. We, fancy, we do. We have a fancy Dan we open do. for the segment. We just don't. We haven't have clearance from legal yet. We can do a tease. You heard that one. We haven't had clearance from legal yet. Well, we, there's policies in place. There are policies in place. Maybe we can play the uh, open. Let's see. You ready? We got it. And let's go. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And we can't forget Snapchat, bitches. Saw it on social media with the Lumberjack. I'm not on Snapface, instant shot. Well, it sounds awesome. I mean, uh, I mean, there's a graphic and everything to go with it. We have a lower third. See, there's a lower third. Don't don't be fooled. Watch the video. This segment is not happening now. There it is. Sawing on social media with the lumberjack. Lower third with a little chainsaw underneath where, where the text is. I mean, it's pretty cool. We had everything in place, <laughs> but, but, but no, no content. But, yeah, we have no content. We meaning you. We, uh, so, yes, yeah, yes, we that's meaning, not on you. That's on me. Yeah, well, partially. Last week, it was on me. I delayed the segment. You were ready. So last week was on you. It was on me, okay? This week, it's on you. Oh, yeah. Now, the following week, it'll be on Anthony. Okay, we'll just blame him. Pass the buck. The call expert, for those that don't know. Yeah, pass the buck, Jones, exactly. Um, so, anyway, the song on social media will be great. Do we have any idea? We have to still have meetings. I know later with the legal team, we have meetings. Uh, is it possible it could come out tomorrow? We don't know. We, were, t- we were talking to our attorneys. Legal got back to us. We worked things out. Right. If we have time, it can mm. debut tomorrow. Tomorrow's usually uh, even a busier day than today. I'm busy every day, let's be honest. Okay, I have a lot to say. A lot of people call the show. People are calling now. I mean, it's a very busy show here at the Taz Show. I don't dick around. Okay, it's all business. Okay, I don't play games here. Okay, that, that's, I don't have time for it. No matter what time of day it is, no matter when it is at night, even at home, I'm working. I'm always preparing for the show. I'm always doing something, as you are. We're working all the time. Day, night, cold, hot. So before I get go any further with the show, I think part of the show that needs to be handled is this NFL thing. I want to get this out of the way. Okay, a lot of people, even if you're not a football fan, I've had people say they're not football fans, but hey, Taz, on the Taz show, the way you break down the NFL, no one's like you. And I'm, I appreciate those compliments. Nobody. Even the Patriot fans like the way I break them down. Maybe the Patriot fans didn't like me too much on Twitter last night, but that's a whole other story. So, um... I got some hate tweet, but it's okay. I understand the hate. I earned some of that hate. Some of the comebacks on like, because I tweeted, I remember what I tweeted. I mean, I tweeted a tweet about the the, the, the fumble, which I felt was a fumble. And um, somebody tweeted, I'm sorry, I tweeted 
that it was like BS. If you find a tweet, read it, uh, if you don't mind, uh, the Lumberjack. What did it say? It said something like, uh, Coming up. Give it, uh, no, take your time. Give us some second, folks. We're working on this. It takes time sometimes to do things. It's a live broadcast. It's, you never know what's going to happen on live radio or video or TV or whatever. Oh, by the way, if I didn't mention, I am doing a special uh, next Sunday, uh, right after the Royal Rumble, three hours live. I'll get into that more during the week. Uh, we got it? Okay. What is S- Such BS on the fumble. Just hand the game to the home team. Never ends. Hashtag AFC Championship. That would be me. Okay, yeah. So that tweet caused a little bit of anger by some of the folks up north. Um, so it yeah. certainly did. So I mean, I got some tweets from guys that just basically said, you know, f you, like that kind of a that, good comeback. By the way, on that one, that's all like, <laughs> reliable. I mean, what is, that's like that's called beer drinking Jones right there. That's what that is. That's like. And then you go look at the guy's account. He's got a giant logo of like whatever you know, like the Boston Celtics, or you know, what I mean, you just know. So a lot of the Boston fans buried me on that after that tweet, and I understand that. Not just Boston, but Patriots fans all over the world. And look, there's no doubt they're they're a great team. There's no doubt. And people are calling. They want to talk about it. And I'm going to get to you guys. Just hang in there, okay? But what makes the Taz talk about the NFL so great at times is the the great uh, music that's under me when I talk. And people love that because it gives the right feel to what's going on. A right feel. And uh, so basically, if you were under a rock and you didn't watch these games, which, as I said, both sucked. Okay. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons defeated the Green Bay Packers 44-21 to to advance in their second uh, Super Bowl. So... I uh, predicted this, and I was right. Okay, I told you the Falcons would win. Somebody in this studio said I was wrong and thought the Packers would win. That'd be you, Dennis. Wrong. I was. You were wrong. I can admit it. But I was wrong on the other game, dead wrong, because I thought the Steelers would upset. That's wishful thinking. The Patriots, I was way off on that. And you were right on that. I think your fandom just bled in there. I think so. I mean, I think so. But whatever. So here's the, the Falcons. Look, Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, as they call them, bitches. Okay, this guy is the man. He is the effing man. He was the man at BC, Boston College. Okay, I'm telling you what, I saw the kid play out there back in the day. He's been tearing up at the Falcons. He's my new favorite quarterback. Going right into the Super Bowl, just for, this, for the next two weeks. Okay. But no, I do like Matt Ryan, but he looked great. And this is the guy you want to win. Tom Brady, obviously great. First Battle Hall of Famer, we know that. He's won, I mean, he's been to the Super Bowl like six or seven times, I think, right? This will be his seventh. Seventh time, him in the belly check, right? So, Matt Ryan, let the guy go. Let him win. Just let him win. It's fun. The kids, oh, let him win. Let the guy win. You got enough, Brady. So, Matt Ryan was 27-38, 392 yards, four touchdowns, bro. Dude, my man stepped up. Stepped up with the pressure on. In home. And look, look, this was a work, this game, by the way. I'm just letting you know, this game was a work. And the reason why is because the Georgia Dome's getting destroyed. So, the last game for the Falcons... In the Georgia Dome, a place that I've wrestled, by the way. We used to do Raws there, live Raws. <sighs> They're going to blow this place up. It's going to be gone. Thanks for coming. But you know what? It's done. It's gone. And then what happens is that's why it's work. The Falcons just so happened to win the NFC Championship in the building on their last game. Come on. Work City Jones. You think I'm an idiot? Give me a break. You buy my, my theory? I, I mean, you got to. It, all the, everything lined up a little too perfectly. Just for the Falcons to go out on top, something's fishy. 
Roger Goodell, Vince McMahon, a lot in common. Yes. Uh, well, I think so, yeah. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. Well, Julio Jones for the Atlanta Falcons, uh, unbelievable. The guy is just beast mode Jones. I mean, nine receptions, 180 yards, two touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers was 27 of 45, 287 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Yes, he's a great player. He's a great quarterback. Okay, great. Now comes the burial. Okay, <laughs> I, I told you guys... The other day, now, please, Dennis, if you're paying attention last week, you heard me say this. I've been talking about, look, Aaron Rodgers, the first few games of the season, suck fest city. Suck fest city. Okay? He did. And everyone forgot that because he won seven, eight, six, five, three in a row, whatever he just won. Okay, I think he won like eight games in a row. I don't go by that. I go by full menu. I don't want to know about... Well, look, here's the dinner, the main event. Okay, here's the dinner. It's a filet. It's all gratin potatoes and green beans. I don't want to know just about the green beans. I want to know what tastes good, too, it, or bad. Is it the potatoes, too? Is it the steak, also? It's got to be a full plate, full Monty. And that's what it is with the NFL, with the season. It's got to be great all year. Well, it matters in the playoffs, Taz. I know. But I had a feeling that the Aaron Rodgers of Frickin' the first three, four weeks of the season was gonna rear its ugly head, and it did. And I told you that. I told you, all of you, last week that was gonna happen. Because in the giant game, Mr. Giant fan, Dennis Jones, you Jerseyite. You're from Jersey, right? Nope, but you yeah. like the Giants, <laughs> so yeah. you're from Jersey. That's how it is. I told you, bro. When the Packers beat up the Giants this, in this gimmick uh, game the other couple weeks ago, you started to see in that first half, correct me if I'm wrong, Aaron Rodgers did not play good. Yes, no, hello? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, th- I thought you were still in your monologue. I, I am, but th- this monologue. <laughs> I know, but I, I didn't know you were co- You are correct, I thought sir. it was rhetorical. It's not, but it is. It might be. Not today. But you got to pay attention, sir. I'm talking to you like, la da I thought that was rhetorical. Like, what are you, shopping on Amazon? Are you buying new <laughs> tires for your car? What are you doing? What, they steal your tires now? You go uh, out of your house, your car's on blocks? What's going on? Uh, Jeez. Unbelievable. Listen, listen, listen. The giant game against the Packers. Yes. Did I not say and did it not happen where Aaron Rodgers, the first half of that game, he really didn't play that good? No, the first half was competitive. Second half was not. I think it was, I don't, I not just the team. I'm saying I don't. Th- I don't know the guy's numbers from that game. I can't remember, but I do not think Aaron Rodgers in that game against the Giants in the first half of that game. He did not. Now they play a four quarters, not two quarters. I get it, but he didn't play like amazing. He didn't. No. And I'm and I'm like, oh, it's just like the beginning of the year. But then he he sealed the deal and they beat the Giants and they moved on and we know all that. So I'm not sitting here hating on Aaron Rodgers. He's great. Trust me, I know he is. But. He's starting to get into that Tom Brady realm for me, where I respect his play and his greatness, but from a personal standpoint, I don't like him. And maybe it's oversaturation on the TV with the commercials, with the golf club, through the window, the whole thing. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that being the years and years of a Jet fan and segueing into being a Buffalo Bill fan, I am used to having horrendous quarterbacks. Yes. So I get jealous when other teams have good quarterbacks. That could be the reason. Definitely could be. Yeah. I'll tell you this right now, though. Rise up, as us Falcon fans say. Rise up. <laughs> as us Falcon fans would say. <laughs> Bandwagon Jones right here. <laughs> <laughs>
Remember, I was seeing the praises of the Cowboys all the way. Cowboys, they lost. I'm done with the Cowboys. You know what you... And here's just me spitballing. What? Maybe take a different approach for the Super Bowl. Because if you noticed, you're on the Seahawk bandwagon. Yeah. No, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, what? Stop. Hold on. Wait a minute. What the hell are you talking? You obviously have not paid attention, sir. The Seahawks, I've been saying forever, is my NFC team for years. I'm a Seahawk fan. Don't say that. Right. But Cam well, Chancellor. I love Cam. He's my guy. What I'm saying is Seahawks didn't win. Then you hopped on the Cowboys. No, but you said I was on their bandwagon. No, no, I was not on a bandwagon. All right, that's your NFC team. I'm a Seahawks fan, bro. Okay. It's my NFC team. Wrong wrong wording. The Cowboy team. I, uh, the then Cow- you hopped I on the Cowboys. I did. I did. I did. I did. The Steelers. I jumped on that. Too, it yes. seems like it, it just seems like <laughs> every did. team that that you pick in the next round. It's a, yeah. Well, it's I am so, the so kid. maybe reverse psychology here. Well, for years of my career, I had the FTW. It actually was the KOD. Uh, okay, because I am the kiss of death. I am. Oh God. Okay, so okay, watch that. So what that what happens is when I start rooting for a team. Oh, this is great. I got to interrupt myself. I'm watching ESPN and they have. Chris Hogan on there, big photo of him, okay, and Julio Jones. He was the overall six pick and all that stuff for the draft. And Chris Hogan from Penn State, when he played lacrosse at Penn State, sitting there with his uh, short stick ripping a shot for the Penn State Nittany Lions. It's so cool to see that lacrosse get its notoriety, get its respect through uh, a guy like Chris Hogan, which is awesome. And I'll get into that in a minute. That's about the only thing I like about the pages. I'm going to tell you what that is. But the phones are ringing up like crazy. They're jammed up like a pack of hemorrhoids. I got to get to them. I gave you my whole diatribe and everything. You were about to insult me about the bandwagon. You said, just don't. Don't root no, for... No, I'm saying go the opposite route. And I know it pains you to do it. Maybe pull for New England. Give them a little bad juju. No. Not a shot. I respect Never. that. Never happened. No way. Stop. You, you, I, I will I will, I will. hit you with the, the sword of Damocles. Damocles. <laughs> It's a Paul Heyman gimmick. It's a long story. Uh, so anyway, uh, any, uh, well, whatever. So uh, that's the deal. <laughs> so then the Patriots, uh, they end up beating up on the Steelers. This game was a horrible game, too. And look, if you weren't a, a Falcons fan or a, a Patriots fan, you didn't give a rat's ass about these games the way they went, played out because they both sucked. I mean, so the, the, the Steelers got rocked, 36-17. And uh, Brady, uh, well, he was 32-42, of 42, 384 yards, three touchdowns. He played great. The guy played awesome. Uh, Julian Edelman, uh, eight receptions, 118 yards, one touchdown. I want to rip his beard off, that guy. So <laughs> always like getting people's faces. Stuff. Relax, dude. You know, really, please, calm down. Undersized guy talking crap. No one likes people like that. You laughing at? So, um, uh, what do you call it? Ben Roethlisberger was 31-47, 31-47, 314 yards, one touchdown, one interception. And uh, Chris Hogan, my man. I got to say, Narmi receptions, 180 yards, two touchdowns, former Buffalo Bill, which breaks my heart. And the fact that, you know, I'm a lacrosse guy. My kid plays lacrosse, could be playing college lacrosse next year. Uh, lacrosse is a big part of my household, as you guys know. So proud. Know of Chris Hogan. I don't know him personally, but know all of him. Obviously, knew about him when he was with the Bills. Knew about his history. And that, uh, I think he played one year of college football at a small D2, Mammoth or D1, whatever it was, D1 AA, whatever it was. But then he played lacrosse. He went. To, he was at Penn State and played lacrosse. So, and he was a, a standout, a good player there. So the thing is, man, it's like, it's so nice to see that. And and Bill Belichick, as much as I don't like the Belichick, I got to tell you, I'm done with the tablet. I got to tell you, uh, this is going to be this is groundbreaking news almost. I I got to tell you, 
last night watching the game and thinking about some things and, and hearing about Belichick's son that he played lacrosse at Rutgers. I didn't know that, but I knew Belichick, and I told you guys this on Friday, he played lacrosse at Wesleyan, okay, a NESCAC up in Connecticut, and did not play football, I don't believe, and was a lacrosse guy. I believe his daughter, if you want to GTS this, she coaches lacrosse someplace at a college. I don't remember what school. So I'm starting to think, and then Chris Hogan, I started to, believe it or not, hold on to your hats, guys, I started to turn the page a little bit of positivity last night towards the Belichick. It happened. I'm starting to think this guy, and I talked about his friends with uh, Johns Hopkins coach, uh, Dave Petromali. He's good friends with him, the lacrosse coach there. Uh, the Belichick, you know, he supports lacrosse big time. Just for that alone, I, I start to have a little more respect for the Belichick. I got to be honest. No one's expect this is groundbreaking. Groundbreaking, I say. But the man understands the quality of the game of lacrosse and what it takes to be a great athlete and toughness comes in with a lacrosse player brings. Please have the information on his daughter, sir. Amanda Belichick, head coach of Holy Cross. Oh, up in Massachusetts. That's a D1, folks. Yes. The That's Patriot in the Patriot League. League. Yes, yes. My son is going to a Patriot League school. So, so next year. So the thing is this, okay? I know my stuff, sir. I know my stuff. Okay, please, don't ever doubt me. Okay, Dennis, I'm telling you right now. All your friends at CBS Sports Radio, they could kiss my ass. Okay, all the guys at WFAN, those two guys, all those guys, not those two, they all could kiss my ass. And no, I'm going to the belly of the beast. I'm going there on Sunday. That's right. I'm going to do the special, and I'm burying everybody there right now on my show. That's okay. That's what we love about you. You call <laughs> them okay. out, you walk in, you talk the talk. But what do I do when I come in? What do I bring with me? Plenty of food. And what happens when you bring food? Everybody loves you. Babyface Jones. <laughs> yes. Uh, look at you. You were nine and a half hours late. You showed up with <laughs> Chef Mike's bag of food, bunch of Becks. Hey, everybody loves Dennis. So what is All this trick in the book. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's what I'll do next week. So I'll bury everyone at the fan and all that stuff. And then uh, get rolling on that. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Ben Roethlisberger was 31 to 47, 314 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, tough day for him. Uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, uh, you, know, uh, you know what I mean? Pedestrian. Yeah. Pedestrian. <laughs> that was a good one. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't think the games were great, but we'll see what happens. We're going to have a, a also a, uh, oh, I got to talk about the Royal Rumble, a little special thing we're going to do. Not the, not the three-hour special, something else. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, so we'll get into that in a few minutes here. I got to do that. Got some business doing the phones, though. Hey, uh, Matthew in North Carolina, you are on the Taz Show. Good moment, Taz. How are you? Good moment, my friend. How are you? Uh, I'm a little disappointed. I'm in the Super Bowl. I think it's awful. What do you mean? What, what's the matter with the Super Bowl? What about it? Who, who, who do you hate? Who do you hate? I hate both of them. I'm a Carolina Panthers fan. Oh. I've, hated the, mm. I've, hated the, I've hated the Patriots since <laughs> Super Bowl 38. Yep. And I've, hate, and I've hated the Atlanta Falcons for a very long time. <sighs> Bro, I, at least you guys went – you guys kicked ass last year, the Panthers. At least you – you know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah, I mean, I mean, half full, half empty. I mean, but it just – it just pains me because I hate the Patriots so much, and they're always there each year, and there was nobody there to upset them this year. It's so nice to hear someone from the, the South, like yourself, to bury the Patriots. It really is nice. And you're an NFC fan, being that you're a Carolina Panther fan. You know what I mean? Like, So you really have no like direct ties towards this hatred to the Patriots, correct? Um, well, other than the Super Bowl, no, no direct ties. I mean, I'm a I'm a Jacksonville Jaguar fan as well. So, Ooh, sorry to hear I mean, that. Well, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, 
I understand. Yeah, I understand. Uh, well, look at you know my teams, the Bills, right? And, and and you know I was a Jeff fan for years, so I've been in pain forever. So I understand. I don't know. Are you going to watch the Super Bowl? Oh yeah, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl. I mean, it's just it's tradition. I mean, yeah, because my my friends are Falcons fans, so we have feuds like all the time. So nice, nice, nice. Just yeah. curse and yell at each other. Do you drink beer? Um, no, I don't drink beer actually. Do you drink hard liquor? Uh, no, I don't drink hard liquor either. Are you a man, sir? No, I'm joking. I am a man. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> I'm not a big drinker myself, but I will have one beer and be drunk. I'll I'll have one beer, uh, Matt, and I act like I, I drink like five cases of beer. I'm like one of those guys. I have no liquor tolerance. I'm a slunker. So I'll drink one beer, watch Super Bowl, and I'll just be like, yeah, I love you, man. I'll be that guy. You know what I mean? So, uh, but no, it's good you don't drink. That's bad. Uh, do you eat? Oh, uh, yes, I eat a lot. Okay, good. So when you're watching the Super Bowl, maybe you have some of your friends over, you go to one of their houses, you're watching the game, you're miserable, eat more food while you're in misery. That's all. They eat like 50 chicken wings. That's yeah. how miserable I am right now. Yes, sir. Yes. I hear you, brother. I hear you. Well, listen, you hang in there. I hate the Patriots also. Um, but you know what? You And you're in a bad spot because you can't even root for the Falcons. You can't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You um, can't. But we're going to turn around next year, so, I mean, I'm already looking towards next season. That's just how I'm looking at it. Well, that's that's what you have to do. That's what most people. Uh, you guys really kind of sucked this year, though. The Panthers. I got to tell you. I mean, so I know the feel. I don't know what happened. You guys went from kicking ass last year to this. Tim was in the right mindset. I mean, basically, I mean, he just was not. He didn't have the same swagger he did last year. Yeah, I, I mean, because you can, you can just tell. You can like look at their body language. You could just see how he was just slunking his shoulders. He wasn't dabbing. He was he wasn't having fun. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, you're right. Who knows? Maybe it's a money thing. Maybe maybe something happened. Um, who knows? You never know, right? You know, who knows, right? Matthew, thank you for calling the show. I appreciate it, buddy. And uh, hopefully uh, you could find some kind of, um, you know, some kind of something in uh, watching the Super Bowl and some kind of enjoyment if you can. Hey, uh, Christian in Texas, uh, you are on the uh, Taz Show. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Taz. How are you doing, sir? Good, my friend. What's up? Hey, I want to ask you about your friend, Chef Mike. Oh, yes, you Chef Mike. Yes, yeah, go for it. Is he a good cook? Because um, I had to bring it to you, buddy. I heard you chewing on Friday. Yeah. I had my headphones on. Yeah. What were you eating? I was eating a Beck. And with, you're from Texas, so I'll explain what a Beck is. A Beck is a, sure. it's, it's an egg sandwich. It's bacon, egg, and cheese. That's Beck, right? You can figure that out. Okay. <laughs> so I was okay. eating that. Yeah. And I, I, at times, some would say it's unprofessional to chew into a microphone, where I don't. Oh, yeah, it is. I know something. No, I know you might think it is too. But the thing, what it happens when I chew in the microphone, Kristen, is I'm bringing the show and the reality of the show into your ears. That's what I do. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> um, okay. That's well, see, no, no, but I was chewing. And then, but hold on a second. I was eating on the air. I'm, I'm hungry. And then I, you, I'm chewing, and you wanted to know. You were curious what I was eating. See, that's good. I did my job. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yes. Fine. Yes. Anything else, sir? <laughs> Um, the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. Go for it. Yeah, I was a little sad that my Dallas Cowboys lost to uh, Green Bay. They were on a pretty good streak. They were on a great streak. I was sad too. I was rooting for you, Cowboys. I was hoping. I was. I was. I mean, I think I tell you what. The future is bright for you guys, though. You got a lot of good talent in Zeke and uh, the the you know the what's his name, the quarterback uh, Prescott, Prescott, Zach, Zach, no, Des Bryant. Yeah, Des Bryant also. Yeah, Des Bryant. Des Bryant. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, buddy. Good. We're good then. Uh, We're good now. We're done. I'll chew up tomorrow. Maybe during the show, I'll uh, eat some pancakes on the air for you. All right. Okay, thank you. All right, take care, boss. See you. So there you go. Uh, another fan of Taz show was not happy with the performance of yours truly because I'm chewing on the air, and I think that's good. I just want to build intrigue. That's my gimmick. I don't think it was 
how could he question Chef Mike? If you're eating on air, that's just that's a testament to how good his food is. Absolutely, you can't wait. I do, there's no argument here. Yes, but but you you have to be different than the guy who used to be on the show. Okay, of course, what he used to do. Okay, buy a hat. He would sometimes when a fan would say something or caller would say something that he didn't like, he'd wait for the guy to hang up and then he would say stuff like you just did. Oh. I hate that. Well. I like when you say, and my callers, my listeners, they like when you tell them what's the story, what happened to their face or in their ears. You should have done that, sir. Now I know. If another caller tries to bury you, I'm coming in from the top <laughs> rope. I got your back. I just think he was a little concerned about the chewing. And, and I can understand where he's coming from, but um, I, I mean, the man's from Texas. I had to explain what a Beck was. It wasn't I mean, like you were chewing like a cow. No, no. You, it was a very professional chew. It was, but at times I can chew away from the mic. It's very simple to just move, move the mic around like I'm doing right now. Oh, watch that. So I could do that. See how quick my hands were? Like a cat, bro. But, but, but I want to bring the show into your ears. If I'm eating, I want to chew in your ears so you hear it. Sometimes I might belch. That happens at times, too. You know, I mean, all sorts of things. I have bodily functions like every other man. I mean, it's part of the game. I mean, so it's like I got to bring the, the Taz show as a reality-based show. And that's what it is. It's really that simple. So, all right. Before, I got to go to break soon here. I want to talk to uh, Jeremy first uh, from Georgia. What's up, buddy? You're on the Taz show. Tazo. Tazo. What's up, buddy? I'm not Zach. You know what? I didn't hear you. I'm not Zach from Georgia. No, not Zach. I said Jeremy. No, I know. I'm just uh, I'm okay. reminding Dennis Jones. I, I oh, remember. Oh, I remember you, Jeremy. All right. Yes, I, yes, I missed I'm it at first. Sorry. How I'm, you doing? I'm reminding Dennis Jones. I got you. How yes. y'all doing this moment anyway? Good, my friend. Good, good. Talk to me. What's going on? All right. I'm just, uh, uh, I, I, I want to make a quick comment real quick. NFL is a work. I agree with you. It's total work, yeah. It's total work. That game yesterday, uh, whatever. But hold on now. You're, you're from Georgia. Are you a Falcon fan? No. God, no. Well, I don't know what time. What are you fan of? I don't I'm not, okay, okay. When it comes to the NFL with me, I'm I'm weird like this, okay? And I guess I don't know what you want to call this, but I, I like players. I don't really look so much of like teams. Okay, I respect that. I got you. I understand what you're saying. You know, yeah. I, Tom Brady, eh, I'm not so big on Tom Brady. Hmm. But one of I actually know a guy who plays for – he just got drafted, Vincent Valentine from Nebraska. Nice, a Cornhusker, yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I, know, I, I know him, so therefore I like him. He made a good stop yesterday yeah. when they were on the, uh, right on the end zone. Nice. But, you know, I, Peyton Manning was my guy. That okay. was my quarterback. So sure. I was a Broncos fan, and I was a Colts fan for that. Right. And as much as it pains me to say it, I was a Tennessee fan back in this <laughs> younger day. Right, right. But, yeah, so yeah, Super Bowl this year, I, don't, I do not want to see the Falcons win it, but – you know, I think to me, you know, it's like, it's it, to me the Patriots are like when it comes to Alabama. Mm. Alabama's got a good team, but it, it's just I'm tired of seeing them win all the time. Well, it's like the evil empire. We see that up here. The New York Yankees always had that that feel too. You know, in baseball. You know, yep. that mm-hmm. same type feel. You know, where uh, it's it's like the evil empire type thing. And I get that. I mean, uh, you know, everybody loves a winner, but when they win too much, it's like, all right, enough. You know, you get a little jealous. It's, it's human nature. But I love the pattern of the hatred towards Tom Brady, which seems to be nationwide, which I think <laughs> is a very nice thing, I have to say, Jeremy. I think that's great, uh, honestly. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's. Well, I don't want to take, uh, t- take away 
everybody, you know, that, that's their talent, you know. And I'm not. Oh, going he's a great player. He's a talent. great player. He got good great talent. Player. Yeah, real good talent. But yeah. enough's enough on some things, you know. He's, I he's. I will say this right here. I don't care what nobody thinks, but he's a crybaby. Oh, he's, oh, he's crybaby. Tom Brady is a crybaby. Tom, he, he is a crybaby. He's crying. I like, do believe that was a fumble. Yeah, that was a fumble. Oh, don't even get me started he, on he that. He came up with no ball in his hand, and he was bitching like a baby. Yes, he was. You heard him right? He was bitching. I saw it, and then they were like, "Oh, it's." They still have possession. Like how? Where, where, yep. They're on the ground. He comes up with his hands up. They had the ball. The Steelers had the ball. Yes, he dropped did. the ball. Yes, they did. And, and then before his knee or or, or his uh, elbow touched the ground, he's cried, baby. He cries all yeah, time. A- he cries. Oh, he crying all time. Sorry, Jim. We lost you there. Oh my God. He's crying like just crying like a loopy Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, I gotta go to break. Um, so anyway, look, on the other side of break, we'll talk a little bit more about, not much more about the NFL. I'm starting to get sick of talking about it. I made all my points, unless the Dennis Jones has something to say. I'll talk a little bit about the uh, Royal Rumble entrance and stuff like that. Talk about the special. Talk about something we got going on here on the Taz Show with the Royal Rumble. We're going to play a little game. Yes, yes, yes. Taz Show. Be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, there we go. A little, uh, a little back uh, right here on the Monday edition of the Taz Show. Just checking out some of the folks on the gimmick chat over at tazshow.com. So you can talk to each other right there. You can engage with some of the folks here on the Taz Show. Uh, you can log in there with your Twitter account. You can log in at your Facebook account, your Instagram account, your YouTube account. Uh, Any type, you can watch it and engage with the show right there on your laptop, desktop, tablet. I'm done with the tablets. It's a very simple process. You can do that. Okay, a lot of people are on there talking. I'm going to get in there. I'm going to try and talk it up a little bit with some of the guys on there now. Okay, it's a little hard to do while I'm broadcasting, but I'm reading some of the comments here. Okay, we got, uh, well, you know, Video Brian uh, started the thing off by saying to everybody on there, good moment, everyone. Welcome to another fresh week of the Taz Show. Buckle up and enjoy, yes. So we got a lot of people on there uh, chatting it up. So uh, jump on if you like. I mean, unfortunately, you can't do it with your mobile device. Hate to be negative Nelly, but uh, they are working on that. Not me. The crack tech team is working on that. At the top of the hour, we will be on Facebook Live. And uh, for the second hour of the Taz Show today, we will be on Facebook Live. And Deanna Perrazzo, as I mentioned, will be on the show. And she will be on at the top of the hour at 8 a.m. via Skype. So you could watch Deanna and I talk it up. What a lot of people don't realize is about Deanna Perrazzo. As talented as a young lady she is and her future so bright as an in-ring competitor and, and a, a star in the wrestling industry... And everything. Uh, she's worked everywhere for all the big companies, small companies. She's worked all over. I believe she's getting ready to go to Japan this week. We'll talk to her about that. But the thing about Diana that is very disappointing, and a lot of you know this because you follow her on Twitter or you've heard, I think I've talked to her about it before. I know I've talked to Veda Scott, I think, about it. And Tell Hendricks. I think, coincidentally, all three of the girls that run in the Indies are Patriot fans. Yeah. So Diana's a Patriot fan. And she put on her Twitter account a photo of herself after the victory wearing a Patriot T-shirt. And it's disappointing, you know. So uh, such a talented young uh, person uh, that she would uh, embrace the Patriot Nation. And she's from New Jersey. So so I don't understand. I don't understand why she's not uh, 
supporting the New Jersey NFL teams like the Jets or the Giants. Uh, really. Will you stop? I don't get it. I mean, I just, I'm just saying. You know, they represent New Jersey. Why is she not supporting them? I don't understand that. I really don't. So uh, that's the deal on that. So, I, hey, I want to talk uh, real quick here uh, before I get into taking some more phone calls um, about some people talk. We talked about it a little bit in the past here on the Taz Show, and I saw some scuttlebutt the other day on the internets about it, uh, about the potential or possibility of WWE, and they have this history kind of this, of bringing in part-time guys. You've heard this heard Brock Lesnar be referenced as this or The Undertaker or whoever, sometimes The Rock and all these guys, you know. And I've talked about how that does, it does piss off the locker room at times because you you are working a full-time schedule, you're on the road, you're grinding, you're, you're making as much money as you can, and then these guys will come in for a big payday or something like that, one-shot deal, and it's like, you know, you've been you know grinding at it for months and months and months, ba 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 ba, and all of a sudden, you know, they bring the guys in. It does tick off the locker room, but I got to tell you, the thing that I noticed on online on some stuff I was just happening to read is that some people are saying that, well, it's because it's a lack of main event talent. WWE don't have the main eventers. WWE, and I got to be honest with you, okay? I got to be honest with you. And there's nothing to do with WWE being my best friends, which I don't even know if they are anymore. They were. I don't know if they still are. I got to be honest with you. I don't think they are my best friends anymore. Um, so I don't. It's a long story, but anyway, I got to defend the WWE on this because if if you're thinking it's because a lack of main event talent, I got to tell you, I, I I think I think that's a little crazy. I do because the WWE is trying to put on the best possible show, big show, little show, whatever that they are doing. So when they, some shows are bigger than other shows, so they want to make the show as grandiose as they can. Therefore, they'll bring back a nostalgic name or bring back a name that, you know, uh, is a huge household name. Um, it has nothing to do with their lack of, of confidence in their current roster. It really, so if, any, if you're hearing or seeing anyone talk like that, I got to tell you, I, I, pff, my opinion, they're dead wrong. <laughs> dead wrong. That's just insane. The WWE, it's not a lack of confidence in their current roster or the lack of main eventers. Dude, they're pumping out five, six, whatever, seven hours a week of live programming on TV and the WWE Network. Well, five hours with SmackDown and Raw. That's five hours on broadcast TV. And then on, on, on WWE Network, the NXT, which a lot of times is tape. I, I shouldn't say live, but you know what I mean? Like, so that, that, what my point is, and, and besides all these pay-per-views, they know how and they know who their main eventers are and they know how to make main eventers. That, trust me. Not, these quote-unquote part-time guys. Now, the non-in-ring competitor in me is saying it's good for business. But it has nothing to do with the lack of confidence in their roster. And that's a slap in the face. Not only, that's a slap in the face to their current wrestlers. And that's wrong. It's wrong to do. It really is. So what? When, when uh, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just going to throw it out there. I might be wrong on my timeline, so humor me on this. Um... John Cena, some would say he's a part-timer. Dennis, yes, no, you agree? Would you he say? is now a part-timer, okay. yes. He's referenced this on promos and all this stuff. And 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 I got to say, so when he was a, a full-time guy and in the main event, and they bring back <clears throat> Hulk Hogan for something or whatever, um, The Rock's kind of contemporary, so maybe The Rock's a good example could be Hogan or like another massive name for like a, a one-shot deal. 
So people then were saying, well, was it that the WWE didn't have confidence in John Cena then? But they have confidence. I'm, I'm just saying, like, he, he was, the guy always was over. I mean, well, not always, but once he started to get the push, he got over. I'm just using John as an example. I, I just don't think it's fair towards the wrestlers or the WWE to say that it's a lack of confidence in their current roster that they don't have main eventers. I think that's the biggest load of malarkey that, that you're going to hear. Bullshit, as some would call it. Seriously. So uh, you have an opinion on this or not? Um, I, I feel what people are mad about is that part-timers coming in and just going over the full-time guy. I think that's the problem. Like, the main event scene is good. Right. The problem is, is like when Brock Lesnar comes in and... Brock Lesnar hasn't lost to anyone besides The Undertaker or Goldberg right, right. in God knows how long. Right. So it's like, you know, you get these main event big names and the workers that are there, three, right. you know, three, 365, right. they're getting the rub, like you said with Shawn Michaels. You get the rub from working with these big name people, but they're not going over. So that doesn't do them any favors. Like, they're doing all the grunt work, but they don't reap the rewards. Like, at some point, you know, it'd be cool if... Maybe Dean Ambrose went over Lesnar once in the in their right, right, right. something like that. It I just, understand. No, it's not a bad point. I, I can't disagree with you on it. I mean, <clears throat> it's not a bad point. Um, I I agree actually with you, <clears throat> but I'm talking about not to dismiss what you're saying because you you are correct. But I'm talking about to put talents on the card. See, I don't normally call them part timers. I don't care if it's The Rock or Steve Austin or Hulk Hogan, or The Undertaker, or Brock Lesnar, or Goldberg, or Edge, whoever. These are talents. These are wrestlers. They're stars. Just like Dean Ambrose is a star. Just like Seth Rollins is a star. Just like you know AJ Styles is a star. Just like any, just like EC3 and TNA is a star. Just just like you know Jay Lethal is a star. It don't, it don't matter. These guys are all stars and girls, not just guys, but part-timers, I, I don't like that word. They're talent, but I get it. They're not working a full-time schedule. Like, you very rarely hear, like, in the WWE uh, backstage, part-timers. You don't hear that word. Like, at least when I was there, you didn't. You had guys that don't work full-time. That's how you word it. Part-timers just sound... I'm not knocking your words, and a lot of people say part-timers, so it's not just you. I just think it's like, you know, like, the, the way people say it when you are in the company and in the machine, it's you're saying they're not working a full-time schedule. I'm on a full-time schedule, and they're not. I know that sounds very trite, but that's, that's how it's worded. So, to me, I um, the wrestler in me has a little problem with it, yeah, but I understand why. It happened way back in ECW, too. Paul would bring someone, a, a big-name guy, in while we were grinding and give this guy a big push on TV. This pissed me off like crazy. It did, but I'm older now and smarter, a little wiser, and I understand why he did it. You know what I mean? I understand why he did it. But Paul was pretty good. I can't give you the, the wins-loss records. He would not prostitute his own talent for a lot of those guys, meaning to lose to them. I, it probably happened. I just can't remember right now off the top of my head. But, uh, you know, I don't know. It's, to me, it's an interesting topic. I just think that I, I, I'm just trying to defend the WWE for a reason because I, I think they're right in this regard, meaning that they are trying to put the best possible show on. Especially if it's a big pay-per-view, like a WrestleMania or Royal Rumble or Survivor Series. The best possible show. Okay? So it's not... And, and you're right, Dennis, about 
Well, using Dean Ambrose as an example, a guy who's working a full-time schedule like him, it'd be nice to see him reap the reward and get a victory over said whatever, Brock Lesnar or something like that. I get you, but actually the reward they do get is you're getting a bigger payday when you're in a bigger profile match. So you're actually making more money, a lot more money. You know, that's a big plus. But, you know, the, the people, the audience don't care. They don't look at the money. They don't know yeah. about the money. It's nobody's business. The wrestlers' salaries and contracted money that these guys make is not public like pro athletes and sport, mainstream sports. It's a different animal. And, and that should stay that way. It should be private, um, in my opinion. So uh, I, I don't know. I just think that you got to cut WWE a little slack on this. They're actually trying to put on the best possible show. It's not a lack of confidence in their current talent, in my viewpoint. It's not. Because all these shows and these big Raws and SmackDowns and other pay-per-views, their talent main event in these shows. They're trying to give it. And look, look. let's be honest. The value you're getting for the money you're paying per month at 10 bucks a month, and they're still trying to give you a lot of bang for your buck. They are. You know, at, the present time, at the present time, I'm mad at them. How about that? And I'm still putting them over. It's because I'm a freaking gentleman. That's why. I'm a pro, damn it. <coughs> Excuse me. Pro, I tell you. So that's my stance on it. But you make a good point. You do. You make a good point. At least you got one good point. Hey, uh, Jeremy. Uh, this is not Jeremy. Who's this? Jeremy in Georgia? Who's this? Hello. Uh, uh, this is Elmer from Houston. Oh, we had a little cross up on the lines. Elmer, how are you, buddy? What's going on, my friend? Good moment. I'm great. How about yourself? Good, buddy. What's going? What's cracking, man? I guess I came at a wrong. Uh, at a great time between uh, your your uh, monologue of your part timers or whatever you want to call it. Monologue. Yes. Well, <laughs> uh, my, my. I want to ask you from my point of view. Like, what if it's not like the talent? What if it's just us, the audience? Uh, because I was watching some New Japan, especially from Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. And I feel like that the Japanese audience had the K word alive over there. And you're like, uh, talking about the audience in Japan. Yes, yes. And then, the, and then the with the UK tournament, like they they didn't really took over the show, but they had their little moments. Yeah. But it wasn't like a real takeover. And then for us, we're like over here, like chanting like insider terms and yeah, yeah. like acting like we know the business. So yeah. do you think it's just us being like those Americans, you know, that, you know, that ugly term that they always say, like, oh, those Americans, this yeah. and American that. And then like over there and all the across the seas, like yeah. Japan, Mexico, UK, where they have the K word alive and they still believe in the product. Yeah. Do you think it's just the differences between like the people of the audience? Well, hold on. I, I don't know if... So here's the thing. It's a great point you make, and it's and it's a really good, to be honest with you, Elmer, it's a good conversation, so hang in there. So check it out. I, I First off, I got to disagree with you. I don't think it's a fact that the, the fans uh, in Japan or the UK or Mexico are believing in kayfabe still, or the K-word, as you called it, which is the right word. You obviously do done your homework as a Taz Show listener and fan. So only I am allowed to say that, Dennis, okay? So I, I do think that... I, I, I don't I don't agree with you on that. I think that those fans in maybe, and just the stereotypes, I hate stereotypes, as you know, Elma, but just to stereotype <laughs> us as Americans and stereotype Japanese fans and Mexican fans and, and UK fans, 
I think those fans are just as intelligent wrestling fans as the American fans. I just think that they're buying into it more. And again, this is a stereotype. They are buying into it more than us as Americans. I think that okay. we we like to come off with Swami. We like to come off a little smarter and, and tell you, hey, look, look, we're, we're smart. We get it. You're working. Hey, hey, hey. take a bump. That kind of stuff. <laughs> we're, we're in the UK, they're not going to do that. You know, or in Japan, Japan's totally not going to do that. They're not going to be disrespectful. You get your ass thrown out and beaten up. You do that in Japan as a fan. That, that's the truth. But but in the UK, what they did at the UK deal, and you see a lot, is what happens at like uh, you know soccer games or uh, as they would call over there football. With oh, yeah. you, uh, yeah, they're, they're more passionate football. over there. Yeah, they they go into these chants. I don't know much why or what it's about or what they're chanting. It's kind of cool. Um, it, it it doesn't it doesn't offend me as much as when that kind of stuff happens in America and you would say oh god Taz that's such a double standard well I guess maybe because I'm an American and I expect more out of my people okay that could be the reason <laughs> you know so I, I don't know if that answers your question or comment um, but I do think you got to give a little more credit to those international fans that they're just as smart as us they're just buying into it more and 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 enjoying the show you know what I mean that's what happens. I mean, there's a different type of fan base, and thank you for calling, Elmer. I appreciate it. There's a different type of fan base in these other countries than here. So, uh, and, it, and it's cool. That's what makes wrestling such a great thing, the international feel of it, uh, the differences of the audience and the fan base. It makes it, makes it very cool, uh, in my opinion. Uh, uh, and, and I think that's cool. So that's why when people in full sale, I get mad in Orlando when they're chanting all these different things during a match. I feel it's... Um, a little disrespectful, but hey, how come you're cutting, a, cutting slack to the UK fans? Because they do that at, at mainstream sports events like football, uh, soccer, I mean, and stuff like that. So it's a little bit of a, it's that kind of like their thing. You know what I mean? Like it's just their whole, that's their thing. That's what they do. You know what I mean? So it's kind of, uh, you got to cut them up a pass on that. Hey, Wolfgang in Germany, uh, you're on the Taz Show. Hello, it's Wolfgang from Germany and not Scotland. I didn't say Scotland, I said Germany, sir. How are you? Yes, I don't get it. Uh, fine. I don't get the international uh, joke. I've, I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you mean? Why uh, did you say in, that? What does that mean? Uh, there's the Wolfgang wrestler from Scotland. Oh, Wolfie. No, he's Wolfie. You're Wolfgang. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, look at Wolfgang bringing some jokes. I like it, buddy. What's going on? Uh, I have two things. Uh, a little bit sad story. Uh-oh. Um, I had a death in the family last week. Uh, I want, don't want to put the show down, um, but uh, the man who passed away uh, is the reason I'm watching wrestling today. So I want to take the opportunity to thank him uh, oh, for making me a wrestling fan. Well, it's uh, very nice of you to do that. I, uh, my condolences. I'm very sorry to hear that. Uh, that's very sad. Um, uh, you know, uh, may he rest in peace. Um, so, uh, so, but that's great that you are a wrestling fan now, and that that's... That's why you're calling the show. Uh, what is it that you'd like to speak about with Wolfgang? Um, I'm not sure if the Off the Hook series is dead or oh, do you plan for, uh, mm. to, for a comeback? Uh, yes, well, make there's meetings. There's meetings planned for this, this segment possibly to come back. The Dennis Jones Wolfgang, uh, the new producer of the Taz show, uh, he's a little confused. Um, Timber! He's... He's looking at me like, what is this off the hooks? He has no idea what it is because he did not do his homework for the show. This is the truth, Dennis, correct? No homework, Jones. Yeah, that's it. See, and he seems very offended. But no, Wolfgang, would you like to see the segment come back? Yeah, I really liked it in the past. 
Yeah. And I want to make a suggestion for oh, a future sure. topic. Sure, please tell me. Uh, it's uh, the road to WrestleMania, so my suggestion is uh, top three WrestleMania matches of the hook. Uh, like of all time? Top three WrestleMania yeah, matches. Now we did we do that last year on the show? What did we do? We did uh, we booked WrestleMania. How did we do that with with the people calling in and on the show? I don't remember. Volcano, remind me. What did we do? Uh, we did uh, the um, off the hook uh, card. Uh, right. Three matches. Uh, three matches. With current wrestlers. That's right. That's what we did. That's what we did. Yeah, well, we're going to throw it around. We're going to think about it, buddy. And thank you for calling, Wolfgang. And again, sorry about your loss. And, 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 and Godspeed, my friend. And, and we'll think about the off-the-hooks. And thank you again for calling. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. Off-the-hook was a very popular thing here, Dennis. It was a very popular thing on the Taz show where each week, beginning like today on Monday or maybe on Friday, we'd put it out on social media. The social media team would put out what the topic was. All right, so this week will be off the hooks. Uh, this week off the hook topic will be coffee. So basically you have to call and give your mini, like we do a card, like a mini match super card. You know, Starbucks against, uh, the main event would be Starbucks versus Dunkin' Donuts. Then I'd have in a semi-main, I'd have, you know, uh, you know uh, Tim Hortons, Tim Bits, their, their, their coffee against whatever, 7-Eleven, you know, that type of thing. Okay. So I'm just saying we would do, and we would do that with all different types of uh, of topics. You seem very impressed. Um, you, you you seem like you're really excited about this. No one cares. Oh, uh, that's what you seem like. I'm, I'm drinking it in. Yeah, yeah. There it is. He did the. I, I, you, there you I've go. been saying that before. Uh, uh, no, no, I you, take it back, uh, but it's a policy. You took. You've been saying I that did. before, Chris Jericho. Um, is that what you're saying? Well, I guess. No. Have you been saying so? Chris Jericho hacked you. That's what you're saying. To me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I just want to make sure so. I understand what what you're saying to me, sir. Because as usual, uh, you put your foot in your mouth. That's what you normally do, and that's why I can't stand you. On that note, uh, speaking of a heat, uh, James in Boston, uh, I knew you would call, and you were supposed to be banned. You're on a Taz show. Oh, what a shaking brother. <sighs> Dude, please. Don't, don't, look, don't be a sore winner here. I'm a, what do you want to talk? What, what do you want to say about the Patriots? Come on, go for it. I, I just, you know, we're historical. It's our seventh. Uh, seven Super Bowl. It's the drive for five. Brady now Godell has to come to the Super Bowl and interact with Belichick and with Kraft and with Tom Brady and hands him the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl MVP. No one cares. Okay, so um, okay, so listen. So speaking of your owner, the Kraft, right? Okay, he yeah. was bombed. By the way, just totally based in when he won the trophy you know that right oh yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it was hilarious he's like yeah i got a houston yeah. and someone tweeted me the gimmick and i retweeted it but uh, you know look at you're gonna lose to, to the falcons i'm just telling you you're gonna no, lose uh, listen you, i'm i'm a bc fan i went to boston college i uh, love maddie ice but not a chance they don't they don't have that special spot Dude, that, you crazy? That unique thing you that's cr- going to drive them. To what's the, the What's the unique thing? The propaganda of the media pushing the Patriots is that the unique thing? They, oh. they just they're they're a team first. They don't they there's you know you have a defense that they traded away. Listen, all the listen, best hold players. on, James. The defense, no doubt. You guys have a great defense. I'm not. Yeah. I, you're right, and it's almost like no, there's no particular one star that stands out. They work as a unit. That I give you, I give you credit on that. You're right. That defense, Matt Patricia, the defensive coordinator. I'm a huge fan of this guy. Huge fan. 
And and uh, he really is. He's great. And Charlie Daniels, the offensive coordinator, whatever his name is, Chuck Daniels. Charlie Daniels. Charlie yes. Daniels. Plays a mean <laughs> fiddle. Plays a great fiddle, that guy. Josh McDaniels. He Josh. Josh McDaniels. He's great, too. But the, but I'm just saying, the defense is phenomenal. I, I'm just telling you, dude, guys like Julio Jones, okay, guys like, like it's his time. Guys like like uh, like Matt Ryan, it's his time. Guys like Devontae Freeman, who sucked in the beginning of the year, it's his time. Guys like Sanu, it's his time. You guys' time, it's past, bro. It's over. It's over. Nah, we got five. We got five. We got to get one for each oh, finger on the hand. We got to get one. Stop, stop, stop. Wait a second. So it's constantly just, see, it's just constant. This is going to go on for two weeks. Look it. The thing is, you guys, look, there's no doubt. They're great. And I got I to, I tip my cap. The Patriots, you didn't have Brady the first few weeks because he cheated. Everybody knows that. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? So he cheated and he, and he got busted. And the thing is, your boy Garoppolo, remember Garoppolo? No one remembers Garoppolo because Brady don't want to remember Garoppolo. And, and, and they don't. You don't see Garoppolo. You don't hear about Garoppolo. And Garoppolo did a great job when he stepped in. He did. And, and I put over, and you listen to the show all the time, right? Absolutely, every morning. I know. And I put over, did I not, months ago, in the beginning of the NFL season, put over the Patriots, put over Belichick, put over Patricia, put over Charlie Daniels. Did I not do that? Absolutely. And I did. That's right. And I did that, and I said, it's not that you don't need Brady, and it's not that Brady's not great. Brady, Brady is great. As I'm saying that on ESPN, that they just showed the freaking flea ficker, the flea freaking effing effing. Whatever. So, so as soon as dude, as soon as he handed the ball off, and I saw it was going to be a flea flicker, I'm telling my kid, I go touchdown, guaranteed, because you can see the linebackers sucked in for the fake run. You know what I mean? And uh, and then my man Hogan just uh, Chris Hogan needs to go back, James, to the Bills. Come on, damn it! <laughs> they had a chance to sign him, they didn't. We I know the money. That's what makes Belichick so amazing. He is. is he yes. finds these players that play a role in that team. I'm not on snap face instant chatter. <laughs> You're right about that. You are right about Belichick. He is. No, he's I'm telling you, I'm starting to turn the page on Belichick. The whole lacrosse thing has got he's got a massive lacrosse connection. And I think Belichick and me are kind of connected inadvertently like that. So I gotta say, I'm starting but everybody else not everybody else. I like Patricia. Oh my god, I'm starting to become a freaking Patriots fan. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> what is up? Dennis called this. Not a good look. <laughs> not a good look. No, but I will never look. Edelman, Edelman, and I need to have a fight. We need to have a fist fight. I want. I'm, I'm. I have numbness in half my body. I need multiple surgeries, but I want to fight Julian Edelman. That's number one. Okay, and he's very good, but I think I want to have a fist fight with him. I do, and that's number one. Number two, uh, uh, Brady is annoying. Okay, he's annoying, and it, dude, it was a fumble, by the way. It was a fumble. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Come on, buddy. It doesn't hurt. Tell the truth. Was it a fumble or not? Be honest. Yeah, it was a fumble. Okay, so it was a fumble. And Brady, but the best part is, we got to get the audio, of Brady while the rep, they were trying to see who had the ball. Brady was like a little kid. I had it. I was down. I Whatever he was saying, he was like a little rich bitch crying. Did you not hear him? <laughs> he, he sounded a little whiny. Just he did, bro. He whines. Well, look. I'm a gentleman. You know I'm all about the high road. I'm a professional. You know that, James. Congratulations. Absolutely. Congratulations to your patrons. Serious. Congratulations. I do think the Falcons are going to uh are going to beat them. What are you nuts? I'm just telling you. I do. So I'm just letting you know that. All right, but congrats. I gotta go to break. Enough with you. We done? Yeah, well, I wanted to ask you, Samojo at the World Rumble, if he comes in, does he go to Raw SmackDown and who does he go to war with? Oh wow. Samoa Joe, does he come in, and when he comes in, does he go to Raw SmackDown? That's what you're asking? Yeah. 
I got to yeah. go to break. All of a sudden, break, James, you just gave me my hook. I'm going to do that. How about that? But first, we'll have Deanna. Well, actually, I'll cover that. Then we'll have Deanna on. How about that? Is that fair? That's fair. Okay, Absolutely. buddy. Congrats again on your Patriots, buddy. All right, brother. See you, man. Be good. So there you go. Going to break right now. I'll tell you about my opinions on Samoa Joe if he goes into the thing. And Deanna Perrazzo via Skype will be on Facebook Live or the other side of the break. Sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, so I'm checking out uh, this deal here on uh, on Twitter. By the way, uh, one hour down, one hour to go, we will have Deanna Perrazzo come up shortly. We're having a little problem with our Skype machine, so they're working on that. But Deanna, is, uh, she's working diligently with us, so bear with us. And I will give you my thoughts on what James asked about uh, Samoa Joe in a second. But uh, i got to thank uh, my man Shano on uh, Shane. That's on the uh, Twitter. And he, is, uh, he said that uh, he asked me a question. Why is the Raw preview on the WWE app saying Roman Reigns is in the Raw Rumble? Hmm. Um, of course, he eloquently tagged, hashtag, I should say, the Taz Show. That's what you want to do. So uh, he's right because it says they posed the question Is Goldberg, is Goldberg primed to win the Raw Rumble match? Goldberg already accomplished the insubordinable feat of pinning Brock Lesnar in less than two minutes of Survivor Series. There, I'm reading this quick. Therefore, it's not hyperbole to state. Okay, what happened to the music? I don't know. It's not hurtful to state that he's, and uh, if not, the odds-on favorite to win this year's Royal Rumble match. Okay. Uh, yet, before he faces the Beast Incarnate and 28 other game superstars, including Roman Reigns, mm-mm, 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 The Undertaker, and hulking Braun Strowman, Goldberg will make one last stop on Monday, uh, Monday night in Cleveland. That's tonight. Uh, will any of his Raw Rumble match opponents succumb to the spear before entering the Alamo Dome? So uh, I agree with Shane because, uh, you know, the names that we have so far for the Raw Rumble is Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, all three members of the New Day, Braun Strowman, Chris Jericho. Those are all Raw cats. Okay. Then from SmackDown, uh, Baron Corbin, uh, Raw, Seth Rollins, Undertaker, kind of in between. Uh, Dean Ambrose, SmackDown, Miz, SmackDown, Ziggler, SmackDown, Sheamus, Raw, Cesaro, Raw, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, Luke Harper, all those last three cats are SmackDown. So I don't see, right, there's no uh, there's no Roman Reigns on there. So Roman Reigns has not been. Turn your mic on, sir. Roman Reigns has not been announced. Right. So this is. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. That's just uh, Probably what this is, to be honest with you, is uh, this happens a lot. I've talked about this in the past. Where at times what happens is the people from social media don't get the proper information from the creative team. Uh, or maybe the creative team, uh, you know, took too long or they just didn't give the proper. But the, the, that doesn't make sense if you think about what I just said because now I'm thinking out loud here. Because the, um, the people at the social media team or put out that, that gimmick should know the combatants thus far listed in the freaking uh, in the Royal Rumble. You shouldn't... Uh, should announce it like loosely like that. That's a that's a mistake. And thank you to Shane for catching it. So it happens. There's just so many moving parts now in wrestling with social media. If just imagine WWE. Just imagine all, all the different platforms they have, and they have. But the other thing is not that's a problem. The other thing, in my view, about WWE is they got a massive team of people. Uh, you know, like 35, 40 Raw writers. Who knows how many SmackDown writers? It's just a lot of people involved. And on social media, it's crazy. What's up? 
I mean, it could have just fell through the crack. You know, like yeah. whoever, somebody's just writing it, not thinking anything of it. Just Ooh. like, oh, let's name some big names. You know, Goldberg, Undertaker, Roman Reigns. <laughs> that what? I don't agree with. That, no? that Well, I'll tell you why I don't agree with it. Because the, the, the tone is set there right away, no matter what division you work in, that the buck stops with Vince McMahon. Simple. So if you're not getting it from his people, like his writers are the guys who work closest to him in his office, then you can't just say, ah, you know what, they'll put Roman Reigns there. We'll just say Roman Reigns. You can't do that. That's how you lose your job. Right. <laughs> so I just think what they did was they upcut it here. So now I guess on Raw tonight, you'll hear Seth Rollins, I'm sorry, Roman Reigns, say he's in the Rumble, right? Is that what you said, right? Roman Reigns, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, but I'm glad that he, uh, that he posted that. That was, uh, that was very nice of him. Now, uh, real quick on James's question and thought, about um, about Samoa Joe, uh, Samoa Joe. I, I think uh, I. The more I'm thinking about it, he's probably gonna be in the Rumble. Um, I'll give some thoughts on Friday's show. Who I think will be maybe some surprise guys. Just an opinion. I do think right now, just because James brought it up, I do think Samoa Joe could definitely be one of those guys. What brand would he go to? In my opinion, I would say SmackDown. I think that. He's, he would be most utilized and needed on SmackDown. Just an opinion. Uh, that's a crapshoot. It's like saying, hey, Taz, who's going to win the Royal Rumble? That's a tough thing to say right now. And, and I've been saying that for a couple of weeks. And as we get closer to the Rumble, you could kind of see a little bit more, I can tell, things where they're gearing things. It's still hard to say who's going to win. It's a crapshoot. I mean, it's tough. It's just, uh, you know, I, I don't, I, I'll tell you right now, I'm not doing a preview of the Royal Rumble right at this second, but I don't think it's going to be Goldberg, and I don't think it's going to be Lesnar. That I can tell you, as far as the winner of it. I don't. I don't. And if they are the winners, one of those guys, I'll say I was wrong. I just don't think it'll be one of those guys. Any update on the Skype deal with Deanna? Are we still struggling? We're still struggling. That's great. Um, I think we're on Facebook Live. That much I know. I think we are. I mean, maybe. Are we? No, we're not on there either, right? Okay. Okay, good. So I'm announcing things that don't happen. All right, great. Let's see, live. It's live. That's what happens. Live, live. This is the stuff that happens. No problem. Um, but I tell you what, I, what is working, and that's the phones. And we will work on getting Deanna. If we don't have Deanna via Skype, we'll have her. Uh, we will have her on um, on uh, what do you call it? Um, hold on a second. I I can't I can't I'm trying. What's the matter? That's, we got him. We have Deanna online one. We're trying to talk to her through Skype. Okay. Well, I will, like I do all the time here on the Taz show. Okay. Like I do on the Taz show. I let my audience know what's going on. Okay. I need to know that information. And, you know, so that that's really that simple. I mean, it's just, this is the problem on the show. This is the problem. And it's been an ongoing problem. We need better equipment here. I don't know if I, I, you know, we're getting a lot of agreances. I, we need better equipment. It's just, it's, it, it, I used to get mad. I used to come out and get pissed. But the audience, though, what they, 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 they just did comments and opinions on stuff like this, on wrestling. I get it. They don't care about the equipment. I care about the equipment. I care about what we put out there as a team. We all do. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, I know, I know. But um, uh, you know what? Don't, don't, if, if, let's just strike out on the Skype. Okay. I'm sure people just want to hear what the, uh, unless we're unless we're close. I mean, what's the story? It's not looking good, so the phone is our best option. Hey, Deanna, what's going on? Sorry about this mess. That's okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, we're live. You're on the air. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm good. It's happy you're back. It's happy in the Indies is back on the Taz show. Everybody's going nuts. Everybody's happy about it. <laughs> it's definitely an awesome thing. You know what? I'm I'm, yeah. I'm very very happy about it. No. <laughs> now. 
Here's the good news with not having you on Skype. The good news is I don't have to see you wearing that damn Patriot shirt. That's the good news. <laughs> I don't have one on today. Okay, um, no I'm in the midst of packing for Japan, so all my Patriot stuff is in a suitcase. Awesome, uh, awesome. So you got lucky today. That's cool. I, you're right. I did. So, okay, before we talk about you going to Japan, because I touched on that before while we were in like segment one or two that you were going, well, I want to hear more about that. But mm-hmm. real quick, just your thoughts. I Look, you, you, know, you know the fact that I'm a, a hater of the Patriots, but uh, you know, so congrats to your team. You are a girl who's from Jersey, correct? Yes. Okay, so you have no right to be a Patriot fan, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> I said to my producer here, well, why isn't Deanna just like a fan of one of the New Jersey teams, like the Jets or the Giants. Will you stop? You, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. what you should be rooting for, the Jersey team. So how'd this happen? Um, my brother played football, like, our whole lives. And I just grew up watching it, and I know how to play football and stuff like that. I was a cheerleader. And just when I got old enough to, like, know what was going on and actually watch games on my own, I just kind of gravitated towards them. Um, oh, I've been, like, a big fan of like all things massachusetts like i've always wanted to live there i wanted to go to college there so really um, i just love it up there yeah it's beautiful and, up uh, there i listen i've been up there i vacation a lot in the cape cod area for a long time I, it is beautiful up there um you know you you didn't go to college up there you wanted to go to college up there yeah i actually ended up going to uh, just a community college here in new jersey but um, gotcha. my number one pick was umass amherst and springfield oh. college so. oh okay okay yeah yeah yeah. i spent a little time uh, up there in uh, springfield uh, area years ago so i i know the area very well it's very be- beautiful mm-hmm. up there and you know what i still don't think you should be a patriot fan just my opinion <laughs> um so uh, well because see i'm a buffalo bill fan right but i you know right. i'm a new york city guy but i live on long island for a lot of years now people are like why are you a bills fan well it's the only new york state team Let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, and and the two New Jersey teams are the Jets and the Giants. They are not from New York. So, I'm thinking, wow, you got two New Jersey teams to pick, and what do you do? You pick a team from Massachusetts. Yeah, my, my family disowned me. So. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, they're Giant fans. Uh, yeah, they are. So your brother's a big football fan. He's a Giant. Uh, he was a football player, but he so he's a Giant fan. He is. Yeah. See that day. Yeah, yeah. See that's the. I know what I think you did. The and then we'll move on about Japan. I think you jumped on the bandwagon of the success of the, <laughs> the, success of the page. That's what I think you did. Let's be honest. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, all right, what have you been doing? You've been busy. I know you. You just didn't you work for TNA recently or something. I haven't watched their show in a while. What's going on with that? Yeah, I um, was down in at uh, in Orlando for their tapings a few weekends ago. Right. Um, I haven't really done much indie stuff because I had supposed to leave um i was supposed to leave for japan back on january 1st and okay cool um my date kind of got pushed back because like um the visa application and stuff but um so i've just been doing a lot with like um wwe and tna and uh, i actually get to leave for japan on thursday so you're working for stardom over there right yes now let me ask you a question before we talk about that Will you be able at times to still do indie indies maybe via Skype? Maybe it'll work from Japan instead of here. Like, will you be, will you, uh, I mean, the, the time difference might help, I think. I think it's, it's probably like uh, evening there right now. Yeah, it's, um, I think it's about a 15-hour time difference. So, I mean, um, I'm a night owl. I don't sleep much. So right, I right. could be up whatever to, to be able to do this. And I'll have my laptop with me, so maybe Skype will work a little bit better on that. Right now, FYI, it is 10.24 p.m. in Tokyo. So uh, it wouldn't be that late for you. It'd be like, you know, well, unless you have a show, unless you're working, then it'd be hard to do. But um, it'd be cool if you did it. I don't know. Is it possible to Skype Deanna from your phone? That's not possible, right? No, I don't think so. Um, 
No, I have the Skype app on my phone. Oh, so maybe we could get you doing like Antonio Brown from the Steelers, where you could Skype from the locker room. <laughs> Definitely, whatever works. Yeah, I hear you. No, it'd be cool, man. We could do something good. I mean, uh, well, that's good because people will be pissed if you're not on, you know, because they love when you're on. So let's talk about this. How long are you going to be in Japan? Who are you hoping to work with? Who you, you know, the whole deal. Give me some breakdown on this. Um, so I leave Thursday and I'll come back March 27th. Um, <coughs> bless you. God bless you. Um, yes. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I'll be there just about two months. And then um, I'm actually going to fly directly into Orlando for WrestleMania weekend stuff. Wow. But. Um, they have a lot of girls coming over, like uh, Kaylee Ray is there, Tony Storm is there right now, mm. Viper, Nixon Norwell. So those are a lot of um, the UK t- talent that I've never gotten to meet yet that mm. uh, work a different style. So that's really what I'm most excited about. I feel like um, here I, I can hopefully work everyone and have a decent match because we know each other. A lot of the people I work, I work with a lot. Yeah. So I'm just excited to be able to like test myself with people that I don't know in different styles and, you know, uh, stuff like that. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's what you want. And that's how you, as you know, that's how you get better and better and better. When you're working with other people and you get out of your comfort zone, you become a better talent, correct? There's no doubt about it. And you're, you're always, no matter how good you are, no matter how successful you become, I'm just talking in general, not at you, you always can get better. I'm telling you that right now. It happens. It's a fact. And I know I had opportunities years ago, and I went to Japan and worked a good amount. I never stayed there for two months. That's a crazy stretch you got going on. So um, <laughs> no, that's a long one. Yeah. So, But you, you become a different type of worker in, in, a, in a positive way. It's not that they're better over there than us. It's just you're gonna get out of your comfort zone. You're gonna like work with 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 girls that you not you just said never worked with, and it's gonna it's gonna force you to do things maybe that you don't normally do in the ring, which makes you better. I'm telling you. Yeah, I think that's a lot of what I'm excited about because here um, I work a lot of the same people and I work a lot of newer girls, so I like to keep my matches very basic and simple, so we're both safe and we get the best story and stuff like that. But over there, it's completely different and it's so aggressive and it's. You know, every match is a big match to them, so I'm really excited to be able to push myself and test myself and see what I can really do. Do you have? Do you know uh, most of the towns on the tour yet? I know it's a big tour. That's a long tour. Um, yeah, there's like 12 or 13 different dates that they just sent me. Nice. Um, a lot based in Tokyo, but good, good. I'm going to be able to go to um, Osaka nice. and stuff like that, um, and it's. It's we're gonna tour the whole country. So. Have you are, are any of them? In, I'm sure maybe one or two are in uh, Corken Hall in Tokyo. Yes, no. Yes, actually, we'll be there three times. So oh, wow. I'm really really happy about that. You'll love that. Have you ever worked there in in, in Japan? No. Okay, when you go to Tokyo uh, Corken Hall, I, I, the, probably the first dates in Tokyo uh, Corken Hall. Yes. I would assume. Um, I think it's like the second or the third. Okay, I, you sometimes they're the first. That place is a great place. <laughs> it's like great history there. Like really, you, mm-hmm. you'll love working in that place. Uh, just be yourself, man. It's good. It's great. You're gonna have a blast. I'm yeah. telling you. And um, thank you. Uh, hopefully, you like sushi. Um, so, <laughs> but the food's great. <laughs> not learn. just not just sushi. The food's great there. I mean, there's all. You're gonna. I mean, you know. Listen, I'm excited for you because I remember when I first went the first couple of tours. It was a little nerve-wracking, you know, um, but it was a blast. And, you know, you're going to have a great time. And and you're just it's going to build your brand and build who you are. And you're going to come back. And, hey, who knows? Maybe you'll get booked enough that you don't want to work here. You want to work there. Like, you know, so many guys right. and girls that have success there like that. And that's a good thing to have options like that. 
Yeah, I, I think as it's approaching, because we've been talking about it for so long, um, now that it's here, I'm, like, getting more nervous as the days pass. But yep, yep. I think, I think too, because all the other girls are there, so now it's kind of like I'm going to be the new one, um, yeah. and I have to make friends and stuff. But um, yep. I, I'm really excited, and I think it's something that I've always wanted to do since I decided I was going to be a wrestler. Uh, I read all the books that everyone wrote, and it was everyone talked about if you were a good wrestler you went to japan and you went to japan so um i'm really excited to be able to kind of check that off the bucket list and you know it was a dream of mine so it's it's really cool well i'm happy for you and congrats congrats on it and it's going to be great for you and uh and you're gonna have a blast and you're gonna kick ass and and what so we'll try to connect i mean what's the best way you're going to connect is it going to be is your phone going to work it'll be email text what what, dms what's the deal so these people can know Um, yeah, so I, I gave everyone my email address because that might just be the best way to like get with me. But I will have my phone and I will be able to text and stuff. Cool. Um, and like I said, I'll have my laptop so I can Skype on that or on my phone and whatever works the best. What about a tablet? I'm done with the tablets. You have a tablet or just a lot? What do you use? Um, I have an iPad too. Okay, oh, so you have so a tablet. I'm done with the tablets. Okay, great. So listen, congratulations. I'm very happy for you. And uh, uh, safe travels, and it's a long ass flight. Make sure you have enough music on your uh, on your iPod. How about that? Uh, make sure you bring enough CDs with you on your on your. Di- That's the last time I went. It was CDs. How's that? How old really? am I? Old man Jones over here. Yeah, that, yeah. No, I'm not kidding. It was CDs. I had to no, give. I believe you. That's the truth. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I believe you. you're an old ass bastard. Of course, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, all right, look, Dan, I'm gonna let you jump. I appreciate you coming on. It's always great having you on Indianese, which is kind of Indies this one but we didn't have to Skype, and I apologize to the audience for that. And look forward to uh, hearing from you uh, from the land of the rising sun. All right. Thank you so much, guys. All right. Take care, Deanna. See you soon. Bye-bye. So that was great. Deanna Perazzo, she's going to kick ass over there. It was so nice of her to come on the show. Sorry again about the Skype issues. We're not on Facebook Live either, so sorry about that. I feel like it's uh, the first, I don't know, three, four months of the show when I had to apologize to the audience every day about something from a technical term here. That always happened on a regular basis. I'm going to break. Plus, during the break, nothing could go wrong. Unless the urinal overflows and it pours all over my footwear. I'm wearing flip-flops today. I got piss water on my feet. Uh, on that note, uh, going to take a break here. Other side of break. Uh, give you a little raw preview. Talk about what they got going on. And uh, and that's the deal. Taz Show, be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, so yeah, I'm going to give you a little raw preview here in a minute on this Monday edition on the cusp of knowing who's going to the Super Bowl, the Atlanta Falcons and the New England Patriots. So, uh, yeah, we talked enough about that. So, uh, <laughs> uh, also, Royal Rumble. A lot of people buzz about the Royal Rumble. It's this coming weekend, obviously, next Sunday. And as I talked about, I'm going to be doing a special Another one of the CBS Sports Radio specials on, and on all the uh, broadcast nationwide CBS affiliates, big stations like WFAN here in the Tri-State area and WJFK in DC. Give me some more. WIP uh, in Philly, yeah. KMBR uh, San Francisco, right. bunch, bunch. We're gonna give a whole list as the week gets on. Maybe we'll get a list. We've done this in the past. Maybe we can help out with that. You know, we can do that. CBS Sports Radio, obviously, uh, will be on there. And that's 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, right after the Royal Rumble. Now, it could be the Royal Rumble still going on. It won't be the first time I did a special like that. Came on the Air Jones while the WWE event is still going on. 
Have no fear. I will be live live at 11 p.m. Eastern come Sunday all across this great nation. And if you want to watch worldwide, do it like you would do it or listen like you would listen uh, at TazShow.com. Uh, that's on the Sunday for the special. Just the same routine. The, uh, the VOD will drop the next day on Monday at 7 a.m. Eastern approximately of the special, the three-hour special, and the audio on demand, the podcast, will uh, drop uh, the same time, correct? At 7 p.m. Seven, I'm sorry, 7 a.m. on Monday. There will be no live show on Monday. Same routine I've done with the SummerSlam gimmick, uh, Survivor Series, WrestleMania, the whole nine, right? Same gimmick for those that are fans. Some newer fans don't know the routine, so that's why, ha, excuse me, I'm telling you, pardon me. Dig it! Yeah. So because sometimes... You get fans that are new to the show, sir. Sometimes. So I like to smarten them up and teach them. So the special, as I said, will be three hours streaming and screaming. And um, so guest. Ah, guest, guest, guest. Oy vey. So here's the deal. The guest, right? Look. Oh, God. You guys know I'm not usually like the big guest guy. I don't usually have, I mean, last week we had great guests in Kenny Omega, the action Bronson, all this stuff. You know, Diana Perrazzo or any, you know, Veda or Taylor, the, the, the girls that are in the indies, I don't really look at them as guests. They're, they have guest spots on the show. They've been part of the show, you consultants? know. Consultants? They're not consultants. They're guest spots, sir. Please don't try to reinvert, invent the wheel. Just stop it. Stop! You have no idea what you're talking about, sir. Please, you're really starting to get on my nerves, Dennis. And you know, part of the reason why I wanted you on the show is because I think this is a guy that can't get on my nerves you're the most non-confrontational guy going but yet i'm irascible and i still can have someone get on my nerves me and gandhi two peas in a pod oh my god you're too much no so anyway the guest thing so on the special on this sunday it's look it's right after the Royal rumble so i look i i i don't know i i doubt let's put it that way that i'm gonna even have a guest from the wwe on they don't normally say here's a guest like you know i don't have like like you know I'm not like best friends with the talent relations department. Let's put it that way. But you know, they you know they provided one of my good friends as a guest on the last special we did, the Survivor Series, where it was at that time the NXT champion Samoa Joe. So that was awesome, and I thank WWE for that. And I, I, I very sprinkled in guests from the WWE talent relations department at times. Yes, very sprinkled, sporadically, very sporadic, slimly sporadic. Slim, ultra-thin, sporadic. Will you stop? My point's taken. So, the thing is this. I, it, it, the tough thing with Survivor, I'm sorry, with the Royal Rumble, you have all the talent, uh, not all, the bulk of the talent, you know, are, are competing in, the, in that Royal Rumble match. A lot of the guys. And, you know, so, also with NXT, the talents are working from NXT, the guys and the girls. Same with Royal Rumble. It's a long day, and then I do a post-show, and it's a three-hour show, and it's a lot. It's a lot, you know, to ask uh, one of the, the boys or girls to come on after they had, you know, you report to the building at 1 p.m., you're there all effing day, and it's not as glamorous as you think, and it's a long, long day, and it ends with you competing and doing your thing, and the last thing you want to do is go on someone's show, even though everyone loves me. And I'm Taz, and, and all the talent loves me. We know that. We, we, we know this, absolutely. It, it, they, they all love me. Test one, too. But the thing is this. The thing is this. When you're done with a big WWE pay-per-view event, you want to do one of two things. You either want to go to the bar and drink heavily, or you want to go to your room and go to sleep. 
So I used to go with option two. So I, you know, I mean, because it's a long day. Or you're going to the next town. <laughs> so if yeah, I, I know sometimes it's in the same town, so maybe it's different with those type of pay-per-views. I'm just giving you examples of it at the end of the show, the big shows. So at times, you know, it's a little bit tough. And by the way, we're on Facebook Live right now, I believe. I think so. Because I said earlier, for the last half hour, we're going to be we're having a problem with our Dynaflow machine, apparently. So it's uh, it wasn't working. Are we on Facebook Live? Or am I lying about that too now? No, we are on Facebook Live. Prefamulated amulite surmounted by a malleable logarithmic casing yes. in such a way that the two spurving bearings were in a direct line with a panometric fan. That is the definition of a Dynaflow. Yes. We got that sorted out. Yes, it's a, it's yeah, it's an exclusively long explanation, but that's what a Dynaflow is. So, basically, uh, we're on Facebook Live right now. I see it. Okay, so we're there. Sorry, the whole Skype thing didn't work with Diana. But back to this Royal Rumble spe- Royal Rumble special. I um, I, you know, I'm not. I, I know this much. Mike Johnson will have the PW Insider report. That will happen on the Royal Rumble special. That I can announce. And I also can announce. Okay. A guest, not from the wrestling business. He's not from the wrestling business. But he is an avid wrestling fan, a strong wrestling fan. He has been on uh, on my show in the past. Okay? Uh, I'm trying to do the last time. One of the first specials I've done. He's a true broadcaster. He's a uh, quasi-star for sure. Not quasi. He is a star on WFAN. And a lot of you guys know who he is, and he'll be on the special with his opinions. He's a very opinionated guy, an opinionated wrestling fan, and an educated fan. And that's the Evan Roberts, yes, Evan Roberts of WFAN, will be on the Taz Show special, the post-show about the Royal Rumble. Evan and I have argued before, and uh, there's a good chance we'll argue again. And I like him, but, you know, he, he does at times have different opinions than me. He is a, a blunt fan for, towards the business. And he's very opinionated, and I respect that about him. So I, I think Evan brings a lot to the table. You know, do you know Evan? Well, you know who he is, obviously. I know Evan. You uh, never worked with him now over there at the fan? No, not personally. We we've crossed paths, obviously. Yeah, at work. Yeah. A lot of inbreeding over there. But yeah, because he messaged me that he is he wanted to know who the producer was, and I told him uh, you, and he said I never heard of him, and I don't like him, <laughs> and I don't like him. So he could. Be I already tell yeah, I don't I, like <laughs> him. <laughs> I just heard things about him that that lumberjack, and I don't like him. No, he didn't say all that. true. But no, Evans, uh, he's a good guy, but he's, you know, he, he's, he's opinionated. And I think that's why you two will be, have a great conversation I so. together. I think so. I think so. We'll, we'll, I would think we'll differ on some things, for sure. Eh, one or two. Yeah, I would think so. Um, I think he's going to come on the phone. I don't think he's going to be able to come to the studio because he works the, he's on the 10 a.m. shift, right? Correct. He does the midday show with Joe Beningo on WFAN. And what are they, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. To 1 p.m. So that's uh, Evan Roberts, and he's on the Twitter. So a lot of you guys know who he is because uh, he's been on the show before. Evan brings a different perspective. And, and um, there could be a guest from the wrestling business. There might not be, guys. I got to be honest. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 ah, it's a special. You got to have a guest. You usually have guests. Yeah, I usually do. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, Dennis, you know, I don't, sometimes I don't, I don't want to. I, I want to just give my opinion. There's. It's a long show, the three-hour special, but it doesn't feel long. That show, you've worked on that show with me before. Correct. That's it, how we. Uh, that's how we met. Correct. We could reminisce later, but um, <laughs> we could definitely reminisce. I'm sure people are curious. No one cares. But we could do that later on. So, so, uh, I, but no, it's it's a it's a it's a long show, but it's a fast show. It flies by. The breaks are different than what we do here. Right. Well, that's true. So it's less content per hour, even though it's a three-hour show. Yes, that's great. I'm glad you shared that with everyone. 
So, it's uh, awesome. So, uh, on that note. So, basically, you're telling people that I'm going to give them less content. That's what you just said. No. Per hour, you not You just said I'm totality. giving them less content. So, do you think the audience understands that radio All right, yeah, that was, that was inside baseball. Sorry, yeah, guys. It, 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 You'll be entertained for three hours. Yeah, I can guarantee of, it. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, content. Jesus, three hours, dude. Was it, you know, I mean, there's a good amount of breaks on it. Yeah, but I mean, geez, you got to pay the bills. Yeah. Right? I mean, you know. Or we don't. Maybe we just maybe well, we carry the show. That'll be the last special ever <laughs> carried on CBS Sports Radio. So that's how that goes. Yes, yes, as Matt Hardy would say. Uh, we got people on the on the uh, gimmick chat over at TashShow.com. We got some people over here at the uh, at the gimmick on the uh, what do you call it the Facebook Live. I'll get into a raw uh, preview here in a second or two. Um, so uh, that's the thing. Uh, Darren Davies on the Facebook Live saying three hour Jones. Yes, that's correct, sir. Uh, he understands where the way this works. Yes, uh, I'm starting to see some thumbs up on on the Facebook Live. I enjoy when that happens. I need my ego stroked. Um, I, I I'm very self oh, What's that word? The captain used to say. Buy a hat. Oh, he's self. Ah, dang it! You don't. You don't I know. know. Self something. Self. Let's work through it. Oh, no, no. You should just know, sir. He knew. Why don't you know? Hold on. Let me <laughs> let me get some telepathy going. Self-explicit. Oh, man. It means like you're an egomaniac, basically. That's what he used to call me. You might want to go Thesaurus Jones on that. That's what I'm about to do. Yeah. So, well, I'm over. It don't matter. Uh, and we're over. We're all over, as we know. Oh, Matt Frost, Frost on here on the, uh, on the Facebook Live says, Sports Radio 610 Houston. Yes, right? That will be on air. I, I knew it was Houston. I didn't know the uh, yeah. the name. I didn't want to give the wrong. That's great. It's good thing you're not in radio <laughs> business for CBS Sports Radio. Self-aggrandizer? No, no, no. Oh. Gerald here. Uh, please. You know what? You know what, Dennis? Gerald Edwards, Blake Edwards on the Facebook Live said it. Solipatistic. I can't even say it. That's the word. He's right. And thank you, sir. Gerald, I should say. I'm saying your name wrong. I can't even read anymore. What is wrong with me? Damn it! I'm not on Snapface. Instant chatter. Should have stayed in school. Stand wrestling crap. That's the problem. I don't have any interest in wrestling. Sorry. <sighs> I, I got to get into a raw preview. And then now people are going to get mad on the, on the uh, gimmick chat because I didn't give them love. Um, I, I, I'm looking at that over there. Too. They're talking about soccer on the gimmick, uh, the gimmick chat. Why are they talking about soccer? Guy Roberts talking about soccer fans. What? We're talking about wrestling. We're talking about soccer. The football. Foot. Football. All right, so I got to give you guys a little uh, raw preview. I've been talking about this. There's not much to tell you. I've been selling this thing like I'm giving you gold. What's up? Do we? Uh, we didn't talk about our Royal Rumble. <gasps> oh! Look at the Dennis Jones finally bringing the wood, doing something excellent. <laughs> finally. You're finally getting it right. You're finally paying attention. That's really nice. Get back to work before I give you a beating. All right, so we're going to do this thing. This is all the Lumberjacks idea. Okay, wait, should I? Should we talk about this after the Royal Rumble preview? It doesn't matter. <laughs> so, 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 okay, okay. You had this idea. Yes. You messaged me yesterday. And why don't you explain the idea, and then we'll tell people the name what we're doing. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so... The basic concept is it's a lotto. You get L O L O T T O. You gotta spell things around here. L people don't an, understand it's that. L O T T O. Some of these fans they don't get it. You know I mean? You gotta spell things out for them. No, don't disrespect anybody. I'm just telling you. And what we're gonna do is take 
five or six, we're, we're still picking the exact number, of Taz Show participants. Me, you, uh, we get Anthony, we get Seth. We Who knows? We haven't settled on the number well, yet. Well, yes. We'll you can tell the it. audience who I want in that thing. Please tell them. There is a special guest. Yes. He is the one, the only, Chef Mike. Yes. Exactly. We have invited Chef Mike to this little game, right? He, he's done enough for us. We figured we'd give back. Yes. And We're so very... he, he, then he could keep giving. Too. Exactly. We exactly. Food. We need food. Now, okay, explain the frigging game, guys. Go. So what we do is we put numbers 1 through 30 in a hat mm. or some something, and we draw. We'll each take turns. Obviously, you get to go first since it's your show. It's, it's, it's all about me. We know this. <laughs> So we'll pick numbers out. Each of us, if there's five of us, we each get six numbers. Five times six is 30. So Why would you say that to me? Are, are you well, looking, I'm saying for the fans, not you, for you. I know you're a mathematician. I know arithmetic, division, everything. Long <laughs> all division, of them. too. I got the whole thing down. The longest. I got them all. The longest whatever, yeah. So we end up with six, five or six numbers each, and those numbers correspond to the, the wrestler who comes out at that spot. Hmm. So, for example, if you end up with wrestler one and it's Goldberg, you get Goldberg until he's eliminated. And right, then right. whoever draws the winning number, you won't know until the Royal Rumble ends. Right, right. right. We, we, he wins. We win a prize. Okay, and right. we think we're going to settle on money. Yes, we are um, settling on We made a decision. Okay. Then, we meaning then my, mo- me. I want <laughs> money. money it I, is. I want, I want all of your money, all of you people here. Uh, yeah, we're going to gamble. This is going to be a gamble, basically. That's no, a friendly wager, I guess you would say. A friendly wager. Yeah. I don't think you'd say the G word. I can't? I don't know. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't hear I it. I never even said it. I don't know what you're talking about. A friendly wager amongst uh, yeah, coworkers. Just, I didn't say it. <laughs> yeah, just a little wager. Right? So basically, so what we're going to do is we're going to have five guys in this thing? Yes. Yourself, me, Anthony, right? That's Seth. three. Seth. Four. And now, now so we're going to have, we could have six up to six, right? Either five or six. If we we have five confirmed, if you want to add one more, we're allowed. The fifth one would be Chef Mike, maybe crying Brian, that my enemy. Maybe <laughs> maybe we should open up to Brian. He you know why? Because I think in our fantasy football pool that you're not part of, uh, basically we didn't even say who the winner was of that. I have the trophy here. I, I you know we, we we don't even we didn't even crown the winner. Here's the trophy. Uh, it's the toilet bowl. I mean I, I don't know if we can find out. You can zoom in on it. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, it's it's right here. Yeah, so it's a toilet bowl. But um, that's the winner. Uh, Going to get this. I think for the fantasy football, I'm getting the feeling it was probably, uh, I don't know if Vinnie Bryant could look into it. I think it might have been um, Crying Bryant. So, you know, he's good at winning things, and maybe he wants to partake in this thing here. I don't know. So if we have six, Brian would be the sixth guy. Crying Brian would be the sixth guy. Then we you know each get five numbers. There's less of a chance of us to win then, though, right? That's the only problem, right? You got to be in it to win it. That no, is no, true. sir, sir, sir. You're ignoring my question. <laughs> yes, there would be less of a chance. Mm-hmm. Sean Gardner on uh, Gardner on uh, Twitter. Thank you. He's saying solipsistic. He gave me the word too. <sighs> How do you say the word? Solipsistic. Oh, look at you. You 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 went to the same schools I went to. Tongue tied Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> solipsistic. That's not it. Solipsistic. Yeah, that is it. Solipsistic. Solipsistic. Oh, you gotta say it with confidence. Oh, yeah. No, it's called inflection, sir. That I'm too. I'm a broadcast. I won an award. Okay? So you got to say it with, with confidence. So, okay. So now, 
right. So we're going to do this competition. So that means at the Royal Rumble. So we're all sitting there at WFAN, at CBS Sports Radio, like a bunch of jabronis. And as a guy comes down that maybe we know is not going to win the Rumble. You know, let's just say hypothetically, uh, give me a guy's name. I remember two years ago we did it with my friends and one friend who wasn't familiar with wrestling. He just wanted to to get in. Please, before you go on, do not insult my brethren. I could feel an insult coming, but go ahead. And it was uh, was a surprise entrant. It was the boogeyman. And he had no idea what was going on, who this guy was. And the boogeyman (laughs) comes. And you know the boogeyman's not winning. It was just right, right. he just came out. And my buddy rips his... Rips his number up. He's like, "What the hell's going? What is this? Who is this? Who is this maniac walking down the aisle eating worms?" And I was like, "Hey, man, that's the boogeyman. You just your number. You probably did the right thing, ripping up that number." So, point is, okay, uh, you gotta hope that the number. You don't know who you're gonna get. No, you just know your number. So let's say you pick your numbers, and your numbers are two, seven, fourteen, and whatever, twenty-two and twenty thousand i don't know this whatever the number is right so you, you it, it's a random order jones and we don't know the order exactly you just know here's my slots i don't know which wrestler i have sir i will be show prepping for a three-hour special that i it, the show is built around me and my name okay Correct. i am king okay it's built around me i was even thinking of actually kind of removing myself from this because no no only because you know, look, I know I know that's I know. upsetting I know it is I know I, only because it, I have show prep I can't sit there and get engaged into this freaking little baby game you want to play okay but no I mean, it's a good game I mean you know I remember right <laughs> so so but I'm not I'm not a renegger I don't do that I am not I'm not I'm not like that I will not pull myself out of it I will stay in the game I will but I want to let you know that I might not be as jovial about this as the rest of you. Because I've been doing these specials for a while at CBS Sports Radio and F- WFAN. And a lot of the guys are just running around like it's a freaking party. Oh, free food. Oh, this is great. It's like this, you know, you're at like a new school when you're a kid. Ooh, this is cool. You know, that's how a lot. But you and Anthony worked there all the time. But when I had guys like the captain. And, uh, and what do you call it? Handsome Johnny. Slamming bods and beyond. Handsome Johnny used to act like he was on like a friggin' road trip. Oh, yeah. He was, he was running around, <laughs> taking his turn. He's his crazy, shirt off. bro. I saw eating, just throwing roast beef sandwiches yeah. around. I'm like, dude, relax. We're at work. Seeing which so, one sticks to the wall. Yeah, the yeah. He's like, well, look at all these TVs. This is cool. There's microphones everywhere. It's a radio station. So, you know, so <laughs> so the thing is, like, I, I don't want, well, that won't, happen, that won't happen with you guys. No, we, we're going to run a tight ship. Yeah. But we gotta we gotta look at this game. We gotta focused but fun. We have a name, by the way, folks. We have a name for this uh, said game, uh, this uh, uh, this lotto, as we call it, an L O T T O. There were several names thrown around. Myself and uh, uh, you know the lumberjack here, along with the KFJ, have come up with a name uh, as a unit. I'd say right. We did come up with the name as unit. I, I was the main crux of this, though, right? Let's yes. Give- you spearheaded it, and we just kind of. Well, Rode your coattails. I did, bro. But then I got to give credit to, to Seth. He locked it in with a different name. I'm going to be honest with you guys, okay? So here's the thing, okay? I came up with the name of, I'll give you the whole breakdown. I, hopefully people care about this, I hope. <laughs> I, I really, I think they do. I think people care. I came up with the name of, uh, let me find, I'm trying to read it because it's tough to remember, and that was the idea of the name. 
Like, what kind of name was it? If it's tough to remember, well, that was, it's called haha. It's called comedy. It's called trying to be funny at our best. Um, the name I had was The Rumble Bumble Crumble Jumble. What are you nuts? That was the name. Because I, we thought it was funny, right? It rhymes. So it's The Rumble Bumble Crumble Jumble. I tell Seth that, and what does Seth <laughs> reply back with? Don't forget Stumble. He's right. He's not, yeah, he's not wrong. So I go, okay, uh, I guess we'd have to add that. And I go, well, it'd be nice to somehow uh, involve, you know. Some Taz elements. Something. And then Seth's like, Rover, Rover Rumble. I'm like, uh, Rover Rumble Jumble. And there we have it. Rover Rumble Jumble. That's the name. Uh, that's the name right there, ladies and gentlemen. So it's the Rover Rumble Jumble. And you as an audience are not permitted to play in the game. So you they will not take place in this game, unfortunately, right? We can't get the audience involved, right? No. No, we have too many fans. We we, we can't be sharing numbers. Yes, yes. So um, anyway, that's the deal. So I, I, I what, what's the winner get? We're, we're going we're gonna to have a little friendly wager. And should we not do that type of a, a, a prize? Should there be a different prize? I, is this poll worthy? Should there be a poll? Yeah, I think I think this is poll worthy. We're gonna have a post production meeting and we will discuss this. What should be in the poll? That's the thing. So we gotta figure this out. What should be the poll? Don't do it now. We're gonna have, have bring the whole team in. I want to fly in all the people from from uh, CBS corporate in LA. I want them in here. Get them in on a helicopter. The I'm pads already. I'm drafting an email to in. legal as get we speak. Get legal going. We'll, we'll do this at noon. Get everybody here. I mean, it's going to be big. It's going to be real big. All right. Before I wrap the show up, I'm going to tell you real quick on the um, on the Raw Rumble. Uh, Raw Rumble. How am I doing? On the uh, Raw, uh, basically, uh, they got um, it's basically the preview they're giving is Goldberg appears as the Raw Rumble approaches. So Goldberg will be on Raw tonight. So that should be interesting. See if they do. Last minute entrance. There's 12 spots left, I believe. So we're going to see what that is. Uh, Roman Reigns, uh, Rollins, and Zayn Retribution. So get even Jones. We'll see what happens there. That means they're going to do something. <sighs> and Charlotte and Bailey continue towards their Royal Rumble title match. That should be good. I'm starting to like that an angle. And Alicia Fox. Interesting they put her in a go-home to uh, the Royal Rumble, which I like. I think it's because I like Alicia. I think it's good they're doing that. Alicia Fox, love triangle in the cruiserweight division. That's good. Is they still selling that the right way? With her, Cedric Alexandra, and Noham Dar. I, I like that. I like that. Uh, so it should be, um, seems like on paper, it might be a pretty good, decent Raw. So we should see. And I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I want to thank Diana Perrazzo, for sure, for jumping on the Taz Show. Thanks to everybody that was on the Twitter and uh, during the show and that listened live or watched live. I appreciate it. Maybe you're on the gimmick chat at TazShow.com or on Facebook Live. Again, I apologize. We had no Skype. False advertising by me. Technical difficulties, typical routine here. It never ends. Ball bag Jones always getting whacked around. That's the deal. Okay, and take two. So on that note, so on that note, getting whacked in the face left and right here. That's how it goes. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and that's the deal. So we'll be back at you tomorrow, streaming and screaming live, 7 a.m. Uh, if anybody's going to Raw tonight, don't be afraid to bring a Taz Show sign. Can't hurt. Don't be afraid. They're over in Cleveland. The mistake by the lake. Take three. I just got over with the people in Cleveland. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed the show. And uh, <laughs> Dennis is dying. Uh, and yeah, if you're at Raw and you're from Cleveland, you probably, if you're going to Raw and you're going to Cleveland, you probably hate me now because I just buried your town. Uh, and that's the deal. 
All kidding aside, look, I had a great time here. Thanks again to Deanna Peraza and everybody who checked out the show on the social media platforms. For everybody here at the Taz Show, I'm Taz, you're not. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah. Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man. They movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I wanna go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids meal, play ball. It's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, 'cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. To so go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up. Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let you go.